Yo, crew members, what it be? What's going on, everybody? Yo, <laughs> Andy is back in the studio, baby. Oh, my God. I'm so, I've never been so happy to look at the room that we built. I'm Fuck looking yeah. at these little toys in here. I'm looking at my rum and coke because Anthony's not here, so it ain't water. Um, I'm looking at. I got to change the calendar. I forgot yep, about that. Wes has a Preston and Steve calendar in here. Gadzooks. And God, it's just like I'm looking at the man. I'm looking <laughs> at the actual man in front of me, not through a computer screen. But I am happy to say that, you know, while this world got a little fucking crazier, we were able to. We were able to keep going. Yeah, look, we were man. able. We were able to keep pushing. So thank goodness uh, for modern technology. Yep, and thanks to you for dropping off everything I needed: my mic, <laughs> my headphones that I had to drive back for today, and uh, this man, this man, this gem, this gem of an individual sitting in front of me, this fucking knight in shining armor, even brought me a little rum for our first podcast from home because it's like routine around here to have a little. You know, I, I guess I guess we're alcoholics it was before noon, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But no, nah, we always have, you know, a little little rum and coke while we while we discuss these games. He even brought me a nice water bottle full of rum <laughs> to get me through the first couple. Yeah, so, that went quick though, I know. Yeah, I was gone the first <laughs> the first one. But man, it's so nice to be back in this studio. And it's a perfect time to be back because we actually just had the PlayStation five reveal event. Yeah, so that dropped on Thursday of at at, at June eleventh. I think eleventh, yeah. Yeah, I mean uh no tenth. I think it was the tenth. God damn it. I think you're lying. I think it was I the eleventh. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the eleventh. But doesn't really matter. It says two days ago, today's the thirteenth, it was the eleventh. I win. <laughs> so yeah. And that's that's what this whole episode's gonna be about. Just our of, uh, initial gut reaction to everything that we saw from the system z to the games <laughs> to the games and there's a lot to unpack here so so let's get into we, it we might as well get into it so like we said june 11th was the ps5 uh the ps5 reveal event gameplay and and the systems it was supposed to be what a week earlier uh yeah it was supposed to be a week earlier they delayed it in respect to everything that's been it's going everything on. going on with you know the murder of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter movement they, and every I mean everybody pushing everything for equality, which we obviously I mean stand right right with everybody for. We shoulder to shoulder with everybody, and you know so they postponed it. June 11th it came and they did not disappoint. <laughs> they they did not disappoint. One thing that I thought was hilarious is they were a little more um, overly forward with what people were going to see i think in part due to seeing the backlash that xbox took over just not not even really doing anything wrong, just not being clear enough about say yeah that's what they didn't do anything wrong they just kind of they worded it a little differently yeah microsoft uh they <clears throat> you just know, they, botched it a little bit they botched the um the verbiage yeah basically yes. you know they you know they made it seem like there was going to be more gameplay if there wasn't so playstation like sony went a little overly detail heavy where they told you exactly what you were going to get they even in in advance said how you were only going to see it in 1080p when it was live that's as high as it would go and then they would upload everything individually after <clears throat> ding! oh our first in studio ding damn it <laughs> um i had a lot of these pretzels man they're salt stuck in my throat um that's not the reason that's terrible um so and then they they would release everything in 4K after. So they were overly forward about like let's make sure that we put across exactly what people are going to see so 
you know, if we get any backlash, it's just going to be because they didn't like a certain game or something like that. But they can't say that we lied about what we were going to yeah. we show. So since there's less to unpack because there was a lot of games to talk about, we can start with the systems if you want. Some of the systems and accessories. Sure. So one thing that I think Wes said he knew that I actually had no idea, um, maybe if I'm oblivious, was that PS5, uh, PlayStation is going to be offering two system options. I don't remember if I said that on air. I think just maybe, the, I didn't know if you knew or if you just weren't surprised given how, like what Microsoft's doing. So I wasn't surprised because I remember with the, um, <clears throat> there was a version of the Xbox One uh, X that was a all digital system. Yes. So seeing that, I figured, okay, that at least for me, that might be more of my line for it. Number one, it's a, it's a little bit cheaper because you don't have to deal with the 4K. You know what I mean? I mean with the you know, with the disc and everything else. You know I mean there's a little less hardware in it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of those things that I really like because just everything's downloadable. You know what I mean? To you me, don't more lose options anything. is always better. Yeah. More options. Everyone has a different price point they can afford. And seeing PlayStation and you man, seeing Sony do that, seeing Sony actually have a all digital system, I gave huge kudos to. I'm like, all right, you guys are really looking at the next line of this. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> what's cool about this? So again, they're offering two options. There's a PS5 console with an Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive, and then a digital edition without the disc drive. Gameplay experience is going to be the same. There's only slight differences in how the model looks. Like the one you could, it has, it bubbles out a little bit to make room for the disc yes. drive. The other one doesn't have it. Um, now I do know for so I did see a price. I heard about a price uh, the other day when I was watching the news in the morning before I went to work. And the price, I'm not sure if it's for the one with the disc uh, slot or not, but the price I saw was five ninety nine. It if if that is true, that would be the one with the disc drive. I will I will also say that um, our boy Alex from What's Your Spaghetti Policy sent me a message uh, looking on I think Sony's actual website or PlayStation's website to where that the PS5 once again with the disc was seven hundred. So I'm not. So that might just be just a just holder. You know what I mean? You mean you mean whatever the actual price may be. I'm not entirely sure yet. Now, now here's the thing. I'm not going to be either way. The the Series X or the PS5. I'm not. There's almost nothing really that would shock me price wise because I just understand that the better technology gets, the more expensive it becomes to purchase these to put them together. Not and to then, mention, we're also talking about the um the Series X is also much more. It seems much more of just a. A computer modem on steroids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like a, you know I mean? so that one, I would fully expect to go ahead and be at least close to this range, if not maybe fifty to seventy-five yeah. dollars, a little bit higher. I I hope not. I hope I hope not. I hope not as well. But if there's a six or seven hotter, hundred hotter, six or seven hundred dollar <laughs> price point on either of these, it it wouldn't shock me. And if if the Series X does the same thing, I don't know if they're going to. Uh, do the same thing as having a like a all digital system. I, if they do, they haven't released it yet. They haven't released any information yet, but they do have something coming in July. Now, I do know that with Microsoft. Now, what the option that these companies give themselves? Because let's be real, at the end of the day, as much as we love them, they are all about making money. And what this does by having a second Capitalism, system baby. that's all digital is it allows for them to mess around with the prices because then you can charge seven hundred dollars for the regular one if you make the all digital one. Four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. I figured if they made the digital one anywhere from five fifty to six, I figured that would be a give me that would be kind of like okay, I can understand that, and honestly, I'd pay for it. 
And I'm looking at that also with the Series X being the same exact way. If they made yeah. that one, you know what I mean, without a disc, just a slightly skinnier monolith. Yeah. <laughs> Or now, subwoofer, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if, if I was paying fifty to seventy-five to one hundred dollars less, I'm fine with that. Now, again, I think that's great, and I think that everyone should have the option to do that if they want. I personally wouldn't buy a digital one just because I still have always liked the idea of buying a disc. So that way, I, once I'm done with the game, I can lend it to a friend. They don't have to go ahead and buy the game. You know what I mean? Which is nice, unless they have a digital one, and then I'm helping nobody. I understand that thought. I agree with that thought. But I normally don't lend games out just because normally whatever game I buy is I buy it like six, eight, nine months later After than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I, so, I do. I lend yeah, so games for out. me, I have no issue with going ahead and buying the digital. Plus, you can go ahead. You can find um, you can eventually see prices for you know, I mean, for these games yeah. being a hell of a lot less. Oh, I have. Been. I mean, it's not GameStop. You know what I mean? Yeah, but GameStop's also on a different level with with what they do with uptick. I price. I have been I have been buying far more <laughs> digital. I have more digital games on my PS4 than I think than actual copies of games. So I have been every going time that route. every time that I uh, download a new game off a of Game Pass, it always asks me, "Do you want me to put this on the external hard drive?" Because mm-hmm. my actual drive is already yeah. full, and I'm like, "It's two and, terabytes. Fuck and, yeah, do it, goddamn it!" And, and let's be real, this is where we're trending anyway. Absolutely, this Everything's is where we're trending all anyway. Digital, yeah. There's we're going it's going the digital route eventually. There will more than likely be GameStop will probably eventually go the route of uh, rest in peace blockbuster. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how I'm not saying that discs are gonna be gone in the next five years, but I think eventually things are gonna be digital. I feel like that's a conversation for another podcast because that actually mm-hmm. you, you, it just brought up a really good point. You damn right. Now, in addition to that, um well actually before we jump on the next thing we might as well get the jokes out of the way if we want to about <laughs> about what it looks like i for one i can believe two things at once i love that it looks different and it looks sleek but i can also agree that it is going to take some time for me to wrap my head around what i'm playing on because it it is very different if you've had anything from the playstation 2 to the playstation 4 they all looked very 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 similar minus if you want to talk about the PS3, the, the disc tray that slides on top, that's the only... Looks-wise, it's still the same. It's just the only one that doesn't... You don't just... You True. Know, whatever. But, you know, there are some there are some funny memes that we've seen from, the, you know, this thing being compared to... Uh, um, What do we say? From Wally. What's her face? Eva. Eva from Wally. I uh, said it looks I've like seen... one of the uh, one of the suits, one of the time travel suits from Avengers Endgame. I've seen the uh, the Sauron Tower from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we've seen routers inside binders. Yeah, <laughs> or, <laughs> like... or or just a piece of paper. Uh, yeah. I've seen ones to where it's just a taco. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you see, see, you have the meat inside of the white yeah. cover. <laughs> it is, it is very different. Thank goodness, even though they have it modeled standing up, just like the rest of them, it can lay down. It does not have to stand up. It does have a base to to lay down. But um, get your jokes out of the way. Again, I we have a friend who feels the same way as me. I don't care if I don't care what it looks like if it performs. I don't care. So I agree. But again, this is gonna take some time. You know what it looked like to me when I see it every year when they come out with those stupid looking concept cars that like you know you're never gonna see. Like BMW will come out with that yeah. concept car that's got. Like, it, it looks like that. It looks like a concept. You know, I'm happy that it doesn't look like the the head of like a Swiffer. Like we had thought in the beginning, or like a vacuum cleaner, but again, it's going to take some getting used to. Um, yeah, that original design. Yeah, thank God was, it that wasn't. was fucking. Weird, when you dude. see this, I'm like, thank God it wasn't that, right? <laughs> thank God. 
right? But uh, so in addition to that, we'll touch lightly on some of the accessories because we've already been pretty in depth on the Dual Sense. But it does come with the new Dual Sense controller. If you've played PlayStation before, you know for the last couple of years it had been called the Dual Shock controller due to yeah. the two little rumble things in the. Now it's Dual Sense because of the haptic haptic feedback, the adaptive triggers. Yep. Um, now uh, there's also an internal mic. Uh, there's an internal microphone inside the controller, which apparently does its job to block out all sound, with the exception of your voice. Yeah, so it, it, it it's, does it, it, it's supposed to it's supposed to neutralize ambient noise in the room that you're in. Yes. Now, is it going to you know, is it going to get rid of you having headphones you want to plug in? No, but it does it does help. No, they did make a point to go ahead and uh, show that it had a uh, 3.5 millimeter auxiliary jack. Yes. Um, and everything now is in the way of USB-C, right? Yes, I believe so. Yep, USB-C instead of the, uh, what was it before, the the micro? It was a micro USB. Micro USB, and now everything is USB-C, which I believe is like f- up to like 40 times faster as far as... Okay, so... The, I know it can charge more, I know it can charge faster, and I believe the response time It can charge faster, better. I mean, especially with the USB 3.0, but it, I mean, look, the Switch also runs off of a USB-C, mm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, I mean, that one, you can go ahead, you can take the actual console itself, you know I mean, away from the dock and actually plug it in and charge it with that. I mean, Android, most Android phones also run off of the, U, uh, newer phones run off the UBC, UB, USB-C, Jesus Christ. Oh, I can't talk. It's okay. So thank you. <laughs> so that is the uh, that is the Dual Sense, and if you look at both the system and the Dual Sense, you know it's kind of shocking that it was right in front of our face for a while, and we probably just didn't notice. But what is the newest? What is the newest bit of tech or the newest thing that has come out with the PS4? Is the PSVR? Look at the PSVR headset versus everything else for PSVR, and look at now. Yeah, it is that white, black with blue. It's, it's white, black, like that. That's. We just didn't see it, and it was you right act- in front of our face. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You could have told me about this in prep. You I mean you really could have said something? Like, sometimes like- I just sometimes just like to drop a jewel. You know what I'm saying? God damn. Just to yeah. get that. Just to get that real reaction. <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't even know um, that. Yeah, and also you will notice subtle changes. There's um, there's a little bit more of a grip to the toggles in addition to the controller to help with people who maybe have a you know, sweaty hand problem or whatever. You won't. You won't slip off the controller as much. And the once beloved colors of the buttons, the square, the triangle, the circle, and the X, there are no colors anymore. They're all gray, um, which you would only... The only other systems that have that, I believe, are the the PS Vita and the PSP. Did away with the colors. You're not going to have the green triangle, the red circle. It's all just... It looks very modern. Yeah. Everything looks very modern. Well, I'm Um, pretty sure the... um I mean, I mean, at least systems wise, console wise, the uh, the switch yeah. is the same way. You know what I mean? You mean to where like the X Y A B? There's no more light bar. The light bar is gone. There is like a backlight to that touch sensor pad, like on the front that mm-hmm. you're used to if you have if you have PS4. But there's no more light bar on the back. Um, but that's that's the dual sense. They also did show the excuse me the charging station that can charge two controllers. You've seen a charging. You've seen one charging station. You've seen them all. It's <laughs> pretty much the same thing. It's yeah. just a controller dock that charges, which is legit. It should. They also show because um, that was one thing that they decided to keep going with the fact of uh, being able to have a not, chargeable controller yeah, no more instead of having to deal with batteries. Correct. Which I've always liked. 
I've always liked them. I, you know how much money I spent at stores buying packs of batteries, especially with how if you play games as much as we normally play games, you know how easy it is to blow through batteries. Now that's the reason why I invest in rechargeable batteries and having rechargeable docks all around the house. Well, aren't you fancy? Some no, I'm not fancy. Don't. I'm just a little smarter. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck off. SMRT. Um, <laughs> they also showed the uh, the headphones. They had a pair of yeah, uh, Dol- like Dolby headphones, yeah. right? Because there is the um, the new 3D audio with the PS5. It's just a new, you know, I don't think we touched on that too much. We can get back into that. But it's just, you know, taking sound to the next generation, really. And you'll really notice it if you have like a surround sound yeah, setup. It's just an advanced surround sound system. Yeah. That's all it really is. Basically. Um, so new headphones for that and a media remote. Again, you've seen a media remote. You've seen them all um looks nice it white, basically sleek. looks like an amazon fire stick remote so yeah it's it's all That's white all it really it's is. all white it matches everything else perfectly you know but so that is what they showed on the actual like hardware tech side and then to get to the actual games to get to the actual games Please. if you want now this thing started with a banger banger now again these are all just our reactions there were some games that we're not going to be able to say as much on because they were just teaser trailers there were some that offered more gameplay so we're going to give you our reaction to what we saw uh and we started off with one right away it was about a minute and a half i believe that had a little smidge i believe of gameplay not much not much maybe a a few seconds but but the cinematic that it showed it it kept in line with the game prior to it. You mean that it falls in the same line of? Yes, and this is none other than Spider Man Miles Morales. So for anybody who doesn't know and who isn't familiar with the with the Spider Man universe, Miles Morales He's is Spider Man. Yes, he is another Spider Man. But the thing about him is that he was actually bitten by the same spider that Peter Parker was. Mm-hmm. But as with everybody else, obviously everybody has the same different DNA, everything else. His powers are different. He can still sling web wall crawl but he can cloak himself i mean he has invisibility and then and i mean he also has um a venomous shock that can come from his hands uh and another thing about miles morales that um you would know immediately looking at him is that well at least in in a sense he's half black half puerto rican he's the first version of a spider-man that isn't what you would normally see as a caucasian spider-man correct um now my first reaction to the trailer itself was what we what we noticed with this whole event was a lot of these games boy they chose they chose the soundtrack to these games or at least to these trailers brilliantly because yes, they did i got so hype listening <laughs> to some of this music especially with uh with spider-man it it looked great again they didn't show a whole lot of gameplay they showed i think maybe five to ten seconds of some web slinging which looked fantastic um a then, little but bit then, of cinematic fighting but not necessarily anything nothing, that was actual gameplay yeah so yeah. i mean in the cinematics i expect to be great anyway because everything I, i've seen from the spider-man that's our that came out for ps4 yeah plus we great. we just rewatched everything before we started recording this in 4k looks so great <laughs> everything looks great but um that so i'm sorry i actually should you do you have something i was going to say about well, that no, i was going to go ahead and say is that this game is a standalone game when it yeah. first came out, everybody thought at first, "Oh shit, we're getting new, we're getting new Spider-Man game." And then word came out that it was basically an expansion pack for, you know I mean, for uh, the Spider-Man game that came out, uh, I think last year, two years ago. Yes. Yeah. And what actually is confirmed by Insomniac is that this is a standalone game. I don't know if it's as in depth as the um as as the other Spider-Man game that came out for the PS4. But it is it is one hundred percent a standalone game. 
Yes, and and as the other one, I believe this uh, it's a console exclu- uh, console exclusive. I believe. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, now? There are people that this is going to means you know mean more to. So we pro- we should not have skipped over it. I totally forgot. They actually started the whole thing with Grand Theft Auto Five. If you have Grand Theft Auto Five for PS4, I believe I forget. Do you remember if it was a week or a month with the cash? A week leading up. Okay, so every week leading up like to million? the release of the PS5, you get a million dollars of in-game yes. cash in GTA Five. And I had to, was that GTA Five online or just GTA Five? I believe that was just GTA Five. Period. Okay. And also, again, if you have GTA Five on PS4, when the PS5 comes out, you will get GTA Five online for free. Yes. And that I know how it how runs, many people play that. It runs so. along the same thing as um, what Microsoft is doing with uh, I think Valhalla. Yes. And a few other games to where if you have it for the previous system, you can get it for the newer console and it won't cost you anything more. Um, now, I, what I have here isn't exactly in order of how it went. Like I have it broken down That's from fine. games and then indie games and stuff like that. That's so, fine. So the next big, 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 big console exclusive is none other from our friends over there Guerrilla Games yes this before I even get into this this whole thing for me this whole event almost felt like what I felt like when we were watching the Borderlands 3 reveal for the first time and what I constantly found myself saying was that they gave great shit that we expected but then they put in stuff that I had no idea that we expected and and you know ended up loving and I kind of felt the same way with this, and you'll understand why a little later, but I'll start it with this. Um, Horizon. Horizon 2, to be exact. So you get, you know, as soon as the as soon as the cinematic starts, you get like the view of basically what looks like paradise. Yes. Essentially. It looks like paradise. You hear did I say paradise? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I let it go, but go ahead. <laughs> um you know, you're getting a look at these, you know, these pelicans swooping down and picking up fish, and you hear a woman talking but it doesn't really register right away because like at first you think well as soon as you see that you know anytime you see something that pops up and it says sony interactive in the beginning you should already know that fuck this is going to be something that i should know what this is yeah because they do all the big stuff yeah and you hear aloy talking but you it doesn't register that it's her right away it's been a while since anybody's really yeah i mean, I mean if if you haven't played the game in a long time it's been a while since you've heard her voice yeah, and again, it, and right away, it didn't give you the vibe of because you didn't see any, you know, any mechanical. God damn it! Ding! <clears throat> any robots or anything like that? You know, cybernetic and that was like, everything animals. Was, I mean, everything was organic. I mean, it wasn't it yeah. wasn't cyber organic or mech organic or anything. Yeah. It, it was it was just regular just looking regular looking pelicans and regular looking fish and all. Yeah, this. and then in and then out of nowhere they pan up and you just see this this redheaded badass of a woman just riding this freaking cybernetic whatever the hell it was like a ram yeah now before that part though they showed some hermit crabs climbing up on a fish oh yeah that's what it, that's and, what it, and then it cuts away and then on the fish you see what looks like this uh this like red seaweed you know what i mean like this, this this red vine or ivy that was going across it and that has a uh a, a, a purpose you know, yeah because because something along so, so something that has to do with that red vine or ivy is uh taking control of the world yeah, and Aloy's main mission is to go ahead and find out what's going on and trying to stop it. Yes. Now, it looks great, and they showed some new, you know, some some new creatures. 
which looked wild. They showed a lot of 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 uh, underwater work, which looked crazy. You get You're to swimming. swim underwater, and then there was a there was a that uh, techno organic crocodile yeah. above you. You know what I mean? Swimming. Crazy. And those things were huge in the game by themselves. You know what I mean? On land. Yeah. Actually seeing one in the water, just just how graceful it looked was impressive. Now, if you've now if you've played Horizon, uh, you, or even if you haven't, it, it's the world is huge. Yes. The world is huge. It's open world. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot of places to go, and it's one of those games where if you roll into the wrong hood, you might see something you ain't ready for. Yeah, I found that out when I ran in the desert for the first time. For the most part, I do believe like a lot of the other open world games, there's always like a mission or two you have to do before it becomes like truly open world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, no, actually. All right. So the big thing about Horizon, to my to, to my recollection at least, is that uh, you just had to go ahead and go upon those giraffe guys to go ahead and just, you know I mean? To open it. To open it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you could you could you could travel anywhere it didn't matter i just thought that like the very first mission that you have to do like when you come across your first i think ravager or something like that you have i believe there's stuff you have to do first and then once you do that it's all bets are off cuz i thought that's, at first yeah, there were yeah, like yeah, these yeah. Big that's basically what it is you couldn't get yeah. through or something um there was this huge ass mecha mastodon yeah, something they had four tusks instead of badass. two it was pretty gnarly that probably shoot bombs for all we know there's a big ass <laughs> snapping turtle yeah, there's a big ass snapping turtle too. in the beginning, and again, it's there's going to be a lot of platforming and bow hunting, which is going to work great with the um the, the adaptive triggers. Yes, it because is. the biggest you know that's the biggest thing that they compare it to is what it's like to draw a bow and the resistance that you'll feel. Yeah, so, so if you hold a bow too great. long, it I mean I mean you'll you'll feel like the trigger like shaking or something. At least that's my thought of what's going to happen. Yeah, and. And something else that I heard, just to touch on that for a second, since we already passed the dual sense, I also heard that not only will that, you know, mimic to the best of its ability what it's like to fire different guns and bows and stuff like that, but it'll also do the same for like when guns jam and stuff like that. It'll Ooh. work with the trigger as well to really try to immerse you as well. Think about that with something like Evil Within to where the, oh the guns God, do jam. Damn, dude, that'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but so this is a game that could really, really showcase that you know, probably better than anything else so far. Yeah, I would think so. Um, well, there is actually one other game that it would work well with, but um, so that's that's Horizon Two. That one made me giddy. Look, I've been waiting for a new Horizon game. I I haven't. Or, here's the funny thing. I <laughs> haven't even finished. finished the first I haven't finished the first one, but I fell in love with it. Yeah. Well, and when you just, when we initially saw it, that's what made you want to get the PS4 to begin with. I, we all had the same reaction. We, Anthony and I already had a PS4. I'm pretty I sure I bought the PS4 off you for the sole purpose of yeah of the Horizon game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 a great game with a fantastic story. The graphics are great. Like I said, a lot of platforming, shooting, exploration, uh, tons of stuff to find. And you can um, be stealthy as fuck throughout the entire thing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Stealth is stealth is your friend. Uh, moving right along. Um, Gran Turismo 7. Gran Turismo so, 7. Gran Turismo is back, and it is badass. So Sony decided they wanted to throw down the gauntlet in the uh, they, racing They wanted to get the back. In, they wanted to get back in the ring, basically. Yes. They wanted to get back so, in the ring in a big way. So they looked at Microsoft, and they looked at Forza, and they said, uh, I challenge you to a deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now... Everyone, that shit looked awesome, anyone, dude. While everyone has their allegiance to racing games, when it comes to realism, 
between the consoles, it's always been Gran Turismo for PlayStation and Forza for hyper realistic. Oh and they both God. look great. Forza's always yes. look fantastic. Yes. As as has Gran Turismo. I think Forza in the racing scene, I, I'd have to check, but I think they've kind of like taken the crown in the last couple of years. Have we seen Forza in the Unreal 5 engine yet? I don't know. I don't believe so. I could be wrong, but I don't believe so. Now, this is one of the games that they actually did. They showed like they showed some like cinematic trailers, but then they had a good probably like a good minute and a half of actually like watching a race go down. And, and you were inside the car. In, I mean, you, yep. you were the driver, and it just it looked so it looked good. Great. Everything looked fantastic, and and Wes brought this up before we even you know came on here that this is going to be one of the games that is really going to show off the ray tracing, yes, and stuff like that, and and seeing you know the, the sun bounce off different things and really grasp certain textures, and just like I mean, actually, even with the adaptive trigger, because with those racing cars, it's paddle shift. You Correct. I mean? Oh, yeah. you mean, you mean on the steering wheel. Correct. So if you're using so, a controller. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you're using a controller, you can feel that. You and know, you'll be able to feel that shift. While that would work there, just like we said how um, Horizon would work perfectly for the adapt- adaptive triggers, Gran Turismo would be perfect for the, the haptic feedback. Yes. Because you're going to feel the difference you're between feel the- driving on, on on mud to, you know, driving on, or, you know, and, and, and the terrain. Turns. And, yeah. So, so you can tell that they're really, like, they've come out with a, I feel like they, did this like tactfully like they knew what they wanted to put out to put out to really showcase what I agree. the controllers going to do because everyone knows like when you come out with new ideas like this you know this this is going to go one way or that this dual sense is either going to be great and it's going to be like the you know the future and they're going to be able to build off it or they're you know it's not going to work as they thought and they're going to have to tweak some shit but they're uh they're definitely doing their best to drop some games to really show off what what a lot of the new tech can do Absolutely. Um, now, sorry about that. I had the microwave from me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, now another game, uh, uh, PS5 remake from Blue Point Games in Japan Studio, Demon Souls. That was wild. That was wild. That was wild. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I thought it was Diablo. <laughs> yeah, it had it, it. had that feel. It definitely had that medieval feel to it. It had that mid that medieval feel. This was yeah, medieval. Yep. Uh, this <laughs> was, if I remember correctly, it was all cinematic. I don't believe there was gameplay for that. I don't think I saw any gameplay. Um, the cinematic looked great, but we all know how What's that. Cinema- can do. We all know what that can do. Like, but but Demon Souls has it a, is all right. So has a following. And all right, I, so let's just break it down. Cinematics are made to show the absolute most beautiful points of the game in the most perfect light that could possibly be imagined. That is the point of the cinematics with these game trailers. Think about wa- think about watching a movie trailer. Yes. All the action-packed moments in a movie trailer that actually make up maybe two minutes of an actual movie. Yes. Or even keep it in games. Think of No Man's Sky all those years ago. When that first came out, the trailers for that looked absolutely incredible. Now, the gameplay initially was shit, as ma- as many people will tell you, granted but, they fixed it. <laughs> yes, they did fix it, and now it is on Game Pass. But initially, you know, what I mean, the trailers made you know, made the game look much better than what it actually was. So, with a lot of these, with the cinematics, we're taking it with a grain of salt when it comes down to actual gameplay. But we're we're looking at what we see. So that's all we have. Yeah. Now, um, one thing I can say is that. For all of these, um, you know, for all these games from these big developers that we're used to, it is always cool when these new systems come out and the new capabilities to see, you know, to bring in different indie companies and see, you know, brand new ideas. 
that's what we'll move into now because there were a lot of very, very, let's say, interesting and innovative indie games. I like the way you are, put it. Let's keep it moving. Out. Even the ones that Wes and I didn't vibe with that much. Well, actually, one, I don't think either one of us really like at all. <laughs> but um, fucking Subway sandwich. I'll get to that later. Um, but, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that one reminds me of later. But but there it. is some some innovative stuff. And shit, it's actually the first one on my list. So let's just get this thing out of the way. Oh, so we're just going to jump in? We're just going to jump in. So hopefully we can just make this a thing of the past. <laughs> but uh, And no offense at all to the people that made this game. Because it could be fantastic. And I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a demographic for it. Uh, from Young Horses... There's a game called Bug Snacks. Now, I will say this. So I I spent the last two days trying to figure out what it reminded me of because there was something about the animation that made me sit here and go, this, did, 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 did you land something. on drugs? Is that what you landed on? No, I didn't land on drugs. What I landed on is that there's a particular part of Sesame Street that has to deal with Abby Cadabby being in the fairy school. Okay. And the way the animation is in that, because you know, because it's all animated, you mean there are no actual puppets a, a part of it. The animation of it is incredibly similar, and the drawing style is 100% on point with the fairy school with Sesame Street with Abby Cadabby. That's exactly what it is. And I will show you something about it later to go ahead and prove my point. All right, so getting back into Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks is a whimsical narrative-driven adventure from the creators of Octodad. Investigate the mysterious Snacktooth Island home of the legendary half bug half snack creatures and they are not playing around when this when this cinematic opens up you see like strawberries with eyes and you're hearing this all being there's an island being narrated by it by it sounds like steve Irwin's son is what it sounds like it's a it's an aussie you know you know narrator you know someone that like you'd think would take you on a safari or something right now it was very, very strange. You see these strawberries with eyes, and then the the your guide, if you will, eats one of the strawberries, and then his hands turn into strawberries. And then they go and they start showing you some of the gameplay and some other stuff, and you just see some funky stuff. I said Subway sandwich. There's literally like a hoagie or a sub. That's what I'm saying. Touche. It yeah. does look like that. It's right on point. Yeah, drugs. Um, <laughs> oh, you going to tell me Sesame Street people weren't on drugs? Stop it. We love it, but stop it. Um, I will say nothing about Jim Hansen besides the fact that I love what he's done. Who does what he did initially? Who does? Uh, yeah, I said Rest Subway sandwich because there's legitimately a hoagie or a sub for some of y'all out there as a caterpillar, as a caterpillar with yes. legs, just just walking around. And so we we really Ooh, thank God it's not a millipede. You realize how terrifying that would be? It was, I mean, the whole thing's terrifying. But this is definitely <laughs> a game that is going to be geared to the much much younger people. I would imagine we're going to wait to see more. And hopefully that will do something for us. But that is, I'm glad to get that one out of the way because that's the only one that didn't really move the needle for me. It was, I don't know that it was meant to move the needle for me, so I'm not gonna, I'm not knocking on young horses. It was horses. weird, but at the same time, I'm going, huh? <laughs> look, I bought Paw Patrol for my kid, so I can fully understand having to go ahead and have games for children. Yeah, 100, 100. Not everything's about me. <laughs> not everything's about you. It's no. it was more than that. So moving into the next one that. I'm not going to say it didn't move the needle for us, but we need more. We need lots more because if this is something that could definitely go down the innovative path, you know, depending on how how it shakes down. But from co-op called Goodbye Volcano High. Ah, yes. Goodbye Volcano High is a cinematic narrative game that touches on love, friendship, and self-realization in the final days of civilization. 
which that little description right there gives you 20 times more than what the trailer of the game actually gives you. Okay, so here's how I'm going to try to break it down. If anybody has seen people's um, animation of these uh, anamorphic people, yeah, you know I, mean? I, mean, I mean, so it was basically like like bipedal uh, like animals. Yes. So like dinosaurs, birds. You know what I mean? Like just, just walking just around creatures. with leather jackets and yeah, but yeah, but I mean, they're walking around on you know I mean on the on the on the two feet like normal people would. Yes. So. If you've seen this type of thing, that's basically the style you're getting with a. Um, it looks very a, Beavis and Butthead to America. <laughs> you mean with a one, you mean with like a paper Mario one-dimensional style uh, drawing style, essentially. This is it's weird because this is something like you'll understand. I'm trying to break you, it down as much. When you look at this can. trailer, it's very much its own style. It is. It absolutely it does, is. It does borrow from other stuff because you want to say it kind of looks like Paper Mario, but it kind of does it, and then it, it looks like Paper looks Mario like, because of. I mean, I mean just because everything you yeah. see. I mean, you don't see dimension. Yeah, you know what and I'm then saying. It, you only see just one layer, and then it kind of looks like some animes, and then it kind of doesn't. Yes. So it's you'll understand that it that it's its own style, but. Uh, if you just watch the trailer, you will probably be just as confused as we were because it doesn't really, it really doesn't give you anything. It really gives you nothing. No, they it's show, about a minute and a half of you tr like trying to figure out. They show these uh, like quote unquote volcano kids, high. yeah, in Volcano High, and it looks like old school stuff. You get me to where kids would hang out on the beach and light a bonfire, and one and one of them had uh, a yearbook that they just threw into the fire and. I, look, personally, I don't understand a single lick about it, but I'm guessing we're going to go ahead and actually understand about the game a little bit more. Moving right along from Super Brothers and Pine Scented, uh, we have Jet the Far Shore. Now, Jet the Far Shore is a bittersweet interstellar trip to a mythic oceanic planet in a narrative-driven action adventure featuring an emotional mix of storytelling and world exploration. Now... This game was a this was a little strange to me because I got a very No Man's Sky feel to it. It looked like No Man's Sky mixed with a very much anime style. <clears throat> yeah, like and this is another one that doesn't give you a whole hell of a lot to go on as far as what the game's going to be, but it looks like it's one of those games that's geared towards and it even said it when I just said like exploration and rebuilding a society and stuff like that, but the trailer itself, the bulk of it kind of just shows this little ship just floating you know flying through different shooting into orbit and then after that you see what looks like the bottom of the international space station type of thing yeah you know i mean and it just continues to fly away from earth and you're watching the years just accelerate yeah, from, like, from like one year to like to over 150 it looked like yeah and then you know when it shows the ship actually flying through different you know different areas you you know it like I said, it had a no man's sky, no man's sky, no man's sky style. We'll get me. there eventually. We might. Great episode back, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> feels great. My mouth isn't working, but it feels great. Now, when I say no man's sky, like it, no man's sky was very ambitious. It was very ambitious. Yes, it was. And this feels the same way, which could go one of two ways because we saw how no man's sky went. It flopped, and then they were lucky enough to have. The ability to have a resurgence that everyone got behind and now it's doing great yes so hopefully that doesn't happen to this game or doesn't have to happen to this game but i i worry about something that ambitious and that in depth that it could but i'm not gonna you know condemn them before you know i really get to see it give them a chance of course That's what it is. 100%. Give them a chance. you want to know the wild thing about no man's sky that i'm that i looked at before that i was really surprised at you realize that a downloading on game pass is only 10 gigs 
Wow. That's wild, considering it's like a never-ending game. <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean that's the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, I, 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 I found that very interesting. Now, from Ember Lab, this is one I'm very excited about. Uh, I said Kena, but I think it's Kenna, because it sounds like the guy says Kenna in the thing, uh, in the trailer. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which is a story-driven action-adventure game combining exploration and discovery with fast-paced combat. Now, it looked very much like a mix between a Fable game. It had the same, like, whimsical look as the like the Ori games. Yes. And but but obviously not the same artistic style. Correct. And in in the very beginning you get a very like like Pixar-y vibe because you see these little creatures with these big ass Disney eyes and yes. like Yeah, yeah, these And when little, you see the person like it looks like oh shit, this is like the next Moana, but these little <laughs> black fur balls basically and they yeah, yeah. You, you, their eyes are basically the biggest point on their bodies besides yeah. their little bodies. And you know basically the gist of it seems like there's this there's this there's this man talking that i believe sounds like if you listen to it, it sounds like it would have been the voice of whatever the evil entity is in that game or whatever talking about this girl kenna who clearly has magical powers and he's saying stuff like you know you have no you know you have no power here or something like that it looks like one of those games where there's this evil entity taking over you know sucking the life out of everything in this i don't know if it's a jungle it's a forest i guess everything in this forest or in this world and i believe it's this girl's this girl kenna's job to you know defeat him and replenish life everywhere okay so to give a little bit more on this game because i i i truly enjoyed this trailer i thought the game looked really neat yeah so the furry little black guys they're called rot rot okay which is really strange to me uh but uh they're i mean i mean Look, so you also deal with other things like uh, like troll-like creatures and uh, I mean different trees that can pop up and actually ha- be like sentient. But I mean, one of the big things you see with the trailer is what she carries as a weapon, which looks like a staff, but it also can be a bow. A bow that shoots like these a bow with like magical spirit, arrows. Yeah, like the spirit, these arrows. spirit arrows. Yeah. Now the coolest part of the trailer for me, which is what leads me to believe that it's one of those where she has to bring life back to everything that this uh evil thing is taking away is she like she does this one thing with like what's west said it looks like a staff she like hits the ground or defeats something slams it down and all of a sudden you just see this like area of effect and all of the life comes back to the area around her everything gets all green and plush and flowers and all that shit yeah so it looks sick yeah so the main antagonist in the game seems like they're uh they're bringing in a darkness Yes, and with the darkness comes obviously ending of life. I mean, what you think of life is like vegetation and everything as such. And what she is, she is the light. I mean, she is the one that brings life back. Damn the game! The game looks looks, good, dude. It does, dude. It look it looks like a lot of fun. And I I really enjoy the the combat style. I think it looked like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we actually talked about it. It looks it looks like a mix of like it has like a Breath of the Wild. Um, like the combat style, it, not the graphics, bit, really. A little the, bit, yeah. A little bit of the combat style, but it, it looks great. Now, if you could pull this up, because the next one I actually don't remember, and I don't even think we watched I'm, it today. I'm already ready for you, so just tell me. Um, from Neo Stream Interactive, Little Devil Inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little Devil Inside, set in a Victorian-like era, which would mean my wife would love it. 
embark on a dangerous sorry embark on dangerous missions to gain evidence and findings for your employer the mysterious professor okay so that's the one that we saw the young guy running through the wildlands doing all his crazy stuff and then the old guy the in pooping? the city yeah oh yes you'll yes. understand what i mean because if you watch this trailer this is another one of those ones where you really don't it really doesn't tell you much but there's one hilarious moment where like this big thing goes off and all of a sudden you, so just yeah pooping. so this guy is hanging from a rope looking down at some type of creature and he drops a classic looking bomb you know what i mean cylindrical bomb and he just drops it and right when it hits the creature you hear a bloop and then it's you hilarious. See the, and you see an old guy on the toilet. And <laughs> it's it's hilarious. It just breaks up everything, and you and you're like, this this is fantastic. Uh, so that is that's another one that th- th- you know they don't go very in depth on, but that is little devil inside. That is that that one's probably the weirdest cell shaded looking world I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is another one that had a very, you know, its own art style. Really, it does borrow from some other games, but yeah. Now. Moving right along to something that I know Wes is very excited about. I told Anthony he was very excited. And there's a lot of people that are going to be very excited. So I haven't had one of these games. Oh, my God. It's so long. Since you were a wee lad. Yes, since I was a wee lad. Um, I played both Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Oddworld uh, to nauseum. And actually, my little sister, I can't wait to actually tell her when I see her tomorrow about this because she this is one of the games that she loved out of any games playing uh so it's called abe's odd world uh what was it soul it's from odd world inhabitants it's odd world soul storm soul storm yes. it is the next chapter in the in a in abe's saga basically so essentially uh abe is a very interesting type of alien creature and the his i mean his people at first became the food that they ate and they didn't know this you know what i mean in the previous games and he would try to rescue as many of them as possible uh i mean and that's basically how the games moved before now with this one you have a multi-platform jumping layering type of game to where that you can have like look like 20 or 30 of you know I mean your people that you're trying to save at the same time it was large and it was just incredible. Oh, my. All right. So just to go ahead and break it down. I had my son, my nine month old son in my hands when I was watching this at first on Thursday. And I was I screamed and became so giddy. I scared him and made him cry. These things happen. <laughs> These things. Happen. I would. Oh, my God, dude. I am so excited for this game. And there are only maybe three or four games that would actually make me buy the PlayStation 5. And that is absolutely one of them. Yeah. So that's Oddworld Soulstorm, a major visual and cinematic lead for the celebrated series with intelligent new gameplay mechanics and twisted new devices to enable explosive deviousness. And from Oddworld Inhabitants, the scope and scale are larger than they've ever tackled before. Sorry, than they have ever tackled before. They plan to use the PS5 stunning graphic fidelity, mind-blowing 3D audio, and the DualSense controller to enhance the storytelling and artistic abilities to bring you closer to the game and to create an even deeper emotional Oddworld experience. So they yeah. went for it. They went in. It, it. I mean, it looks like basically you're working with a bunch of like uh, shamans. Yeah. You know I mean to go ahead and say like, mm-hmm. if you, I mean, tell Abe, this is your time to speak your voice for your people. And if if, if there's one thing you notice about Abe from these games is that he has mouth these is like um, stitched shut. Basically. Yeah, his mouth is stitched shut. And one of the things you see in the trailer is that he starts cutting one of the stitches away. Yeah. And it is just 
oh my god it's just it, it is moves such, you bro it is such an empowering thing to go it ahead and see you, dude find, seriously find your voice oh my god dude i got so excited for that game uh next from giant squid and annapurna we have the pathless the pathless the mythic tale of an archer and an eagle in a vast forest who venture to a mystical island to dispel a curse of darkness. I can tell by Wes's eyebrows right now. I don't remember this. That he doesn't remember this. And I'm not going to get on him because I don't either. I don't either. So we can come back to that. Do you want me to move on? Because I can talk about the next one while you look this up. Move on while... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Move on while I get a synopsis on this. Because this one's actually throwing me. Because the, the, that one and the next two are, are, are uh, with uh, Annapurna as well. So the next one also from uh, Blue 12 Studio and Annapurna is Stray. And Stray looked very, very cool. Stray, you play a little cat in a futuristic walled city devoid of life uh, befriending a sentient drone and the cat must find its way home and perhaps help the city along the way. When you first see this game, uh, when you first see this, you know, cinematic trailer open up, you see basically these, these robots and then two robots that basically look homeless. They're like sitting on the ground. They got, they got cloth on, but then you look at, you look at their face and it's like, it's like a robotic screen. Yes. That could, you know, that can show different emotions and stuff like that. And the whole time, it's kind of genius because that's kind of what you're paying attention to at first, even though there's a cat walking down the alley. And then eventually you realize that you're going to be playing as the cat. Uh, yeah, I, fo- I, I found that part very weird because like, all right, so, you know what I mean? There are no people. Yeah, it was, it was, it seemed at first like it was set up to be one of those games where like you're the last of the humans. Because you see on the like first the wall only- it said rest, like humans R.I.P. or something like that. Yeah. Or- yeah, that's that's what it was, and it, it I mean it seemed like uh, everything with the game was all um, after the fall of man, after yeah. the robots had taken over. Yes, basically, I mean anything that that has to do with being an organic human is gone. Yeah, and and the robots were literally had taken place of the normal day to day routines for um, uh, you know for humans. You you saw one part where it almost looked like they were in like a like a robotic version of like a barber shop or something yeah. where he was like fixing the dude's head. Now. Then it cuts away and you see more of this cat running around. Eventually the cat ends up on the top of a light pole and you just see Stray pop up on the screen. Yeah, which then really leads you to believe that it. you're definitely playing as the cat. Like which the whole would be time, interesting. Like the whole time I was waiting for like a, someone to come through. Like I, I, like I said, I thought it was set up as one of those like you're the last of the humans type thing to rebuild civilization. But I mean at the same time, one of the last of the humans in a sentient robot world would just kind of be like, I feel like that'd be a little too much horror for that particular style yeah. of gaming. No, so you're right. So we went back, we did a little research that fast on <laughs> on the pathless. And there's a reason we didn't see it because they didn't show it. No, they there did was not nothing. show it. We we would have remembered it. Uh the pathless, uh again, you play this you play an archer, she has a she has a long bow, huge bow, definitely a long bow. And you have this eagle that I guess, you you know, is your, I don't know if it's your pet or whatever, but that thing works with you. You can hold its, you know, you can hold its feet and go flying around. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I wasn't and stuff, expecting And that. stuff like that. The, it showed it showed a little bit of combat, but the bulk of it was you running through a forest, killing or, you know, defeating Crazy what looked like some- six-legged lava monster. Yeah, they looked like they were on fire. It actually looks like something from Avatar. A little bit, that yeah. That thing, yeah. A little bit. Again, it doesn't show you all too much, but it does, it does, what it does show you is when you're flying around a little bit, it does show you to scale how large the world might be. Yeah, and then it ends cool. with uh, her 
you know I mean going ahead and touching heads with the with his golden eagle and you see you realize that she's on top of a tree very crouching tiger hidden dragon type yes so that actually looked pretty cool at the end yeah it's about only a minute long that's really all they give you and then the last of the indie games from heart machine and annapurna we have solar ash didn't get so- much from that either no, not much. Solar Ash, a journey through a surreal and vivid world filled with mystery, endearing characters, and massive enemy encounters across a vast open world. If you have never seen Journey <clears throat> for, I believe, PS4 or PS3, it looks exactly like that. Like, it looks just like that art style. If you want to pull up Journey, so you can it, go ahead and you'll yeah, see what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm about to. So, it looks like a a woman with a Kabuto mask, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, type of thing. To where she has this insanely badass light sword. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's basically, I mean, she goes ahead, she, I think she ends up getting the shit kicked out of her in part of the trailer. And then she, I mean, stands back up like, okay, let's yeah, fucking she, go. Yeah, she like lands in this thing and, and, you know, it's very, not platforming, but she's running and jumping around. And as soon as she starts like running through certain things, she has like astral skates. <laughs> yeah. When she, when she picks up a certain amount of momentum, it looks like terrain doesn't matter. Yeah. She literally, yeah, I mean, she just, she, she it looks like she has rollerblades on, like the way her legs are moving. Yeah, I know. Ding. I know. That was a little one. I'll yeah. give you that. What do you think? Just because I went through quarantine, I went through puberty too? <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. I could only wish. This is one of the highest amount of, of dings we've had so far. So I had a lot saved up, you know? <laughs> I had a lot saved up. So moving on <clears throat> to some third-party games. We already spoke uh, about what's happening with Grand Theft Auto V, if you have it for the 4 and everything. However, Grand Theft Auto V... Is slowly becoming the new Skyrim, <laughs> so they keep on dropping shit for it. Yeah, it will be coming. Uh, it will be coming to PS5 and will feature a range of technical improvements, visual upgrades, and performance enhancements to take full advantage of the console's new hardware. It is, dude. Honestly, it is because of that online aspect. That online aspect just makes that game everlasting. Hundred uh, percent. There will be, like we said, there will be a new standalone version of GTA Online that will be available free for three months, exclusively on PS5. Uh, if you had it for, you know, actually no, I think you get it for three months either way. But you get it for free if you have the, if you have it for PS4. Yep. <clears throat> Next from Tango GameWorks and Bethesda Software, we have Ghostwire Tokyo. This actually isn't the first time that they've showed Ghostwire Tokyo, but they've sh- or, or this isn't the first time we've heard of Ghostwire Tokyo. This is just the you know they've been able to release a whole lot more on it. So this one confused me. I, it was I'll, weird. Yeah, I'll explain this real quick, and then I'll let Wes tell you why he thought it was weird, because he's probably going to be speaking for both of us, because <laughs> there was a lot to unpack there. So this is from Bethesda itself. They said, uh, Shinji Mikami and the team at Tango Gameworks comes Ghostwire Tokyo, a next-gen action-adventure game coming to consoles exclusively for PS5 in 2021. They take advantage of the next-gen hardware to create a stunning, immersive, and mysterious world of Tokyo to experience. Explore the city of a start. Explore the streets of a city filled with spirits and mysterious otherworldly threats with an arsenal of powerful abilities at your command. Jesus Christ! The hell just happened? I don't know if it was the honey mustard and the onion, but one of them was punching my tonsils right now. (laughs) It's making me choke. So here's the shit that I found fucking weird about. Number one, you're running around dealing with a bunch of people that don't have heads. Some of them did. The one that looked like Slenderman. Some of them do. The yeah, I mean the one in the uh, in the classic uh, Tokyo schoolgirl outfit. Did oh not. yeah, there's a lot of weird that shit Sailor Moon style look. She did a not have a head. Did, Number one. Number she, two. She, you're doing some. To me, it seemed like a game that had to do with the uh, with the mocap. 
not the 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 we um the move sticks the PlayStation yes, move sticks. Thank you, the move sticks. I can never think of the right words. We for don't it. know that that's a thing. We don't know We're whether just, that's part that's of it just or what not. It seemed like, but it seemed like it because everything you're doing is your hands are free. I mean, your hands, your hand, if, if you point your hand in a gun style, then you shoot, and then it goes ahead and I mean, I mean you see, I mean where where the bullet would be. Yeah, everything is hand to hand combat. Your hands just happen to also seemingly be guns as well. <laughs> To me, it seemed like something uh, very much of a simulation. You know what I mean? Like, like you I mean you got yeah, everything you got looked like you were almost something. in like the Matrix or something. Yes, and it just it was so beyond weird to me. Yeah, a lot of problems there. Going to wait for a little more, but look, it could end up being Game of the Year. I have no idea. Look, I'm, we know. I am insanely curious about. See the thing, I'm I'm so much more curious about this game than I am. You know what I mean? Like like tr- like stepped. Up, you know I mean, taken away from it. We we know ninety eight percent of the time that Bethesda Softworks knows what they're doing. True. And Tango most of the time anyway. True. Now, from Counterplay Games, something that I know for a fact that Wes is excited about, Counterplay Games, Gearbox, Godfall. Yes. Godfall. From Counterplay Games, you are the last of the Valorian Knights. Godlike warriors able to equip valor plates legendary armor sets that transform wielders into unstoppable masters of melee combat players will tear through foes as they climb through some of the elemental realms uh they're still hard at work and can't wait for players to experience godfall when it makes its console debut and um yeah it'll launch uh, holiday 2020 yeah holiday 2020 and it it looks when they say legendary armor sets that transform wielders into unstoppable masters of melee combat there is nothing in the trailer that doesn't state that that's exactly what the fuck they mean. Yeah, so here's what I saw with the game. Number one, it's, uh, the weapon style is very medieval. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have shields, swords, axes, hammers, stuff like that. I think I might have seen like a spear that. in there. Maybe. Uh, yeah, like, like, um, like oh, what the hell? Is, I can't remember what the hell it's called. It starts with an H. It's like a, you mean, it's, it's, it's like a very long spear with a very, has kind of has like an axe with it as long as a point. I know what you mean. Yeah, I can't remember what the hell it is. Uh, Hal, Hal, Halbert? Halbert? I might be lying. Yeah, you might be actually. Yeah, you might be on point with that. But uh, another thing about it is that it had a. Um, even it's, it's funny with with this being a uh, Bethesda game. It had a Gears of or, uh, Gearbox. Gearbox. My bad. Counterplay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had a um, God of War style uh, combat mechanics to me. Uh, I absolutely fell in love with this game when I first saw the. You know, I mean, what what we saw with because it looked literally they had gameplay in it. And again music to sell a freaking game yes hello yeah i was rocking the fuck out with this one yeah <laughs> yeah like like i said dude there's there's easily three or four games that would cause me to buy a playstation 5 this was easily one that's of them. definitely one of them right definitely now from luminous productions and square enix project i'm a phoenix i'm a i don't know if it's athia or athia i'm gonna say athia project athia i could be wrong uh project athia is the culmination of they're of the philosophy there at Luminous Productions to create a completely new and fresh gaming experience that fused together the latest technologies with the art. With the PS5, their vision truly comes to life, and players can look forward to being a, uh, being transported to a vast and detailed world filled with beauty and dismay. Now, when you when this first opens up, I'm not gonna lie. I at first thought it was like a new Tomb Raider game or something like that because you just see feel. this woman walking around with you know jeans on and walking through this what looked like a busted down temple or something. Well, it's rocking so some it's just converse and shit. Rocking some converse and some ruins. I was like, is this okay? Is this Lara Croft's kid? <laughs> like, what is this? It, it also I could be wrong, but like at first I thought it was the same setting that was in the Unreal Five like tech demo that we watched because it yeah. looked very similar. But they don't. They really don't give you much there. You just see this chick. You know, 
So here's what you do get from her. Number one, she does have the ability to uh, control nature to an extent. Yeah, that was and, some wild shit. And when I say nature, I mean she's able to control like uh, she roots. She like roots out of the ground and, and like, yeah, surrounded this thing. Yeah, like roots and uh, grass, moss, stuff like that. Because she was dealing with an enemy and then she just does this little quick hand motion and then it is completely covered in a in like a tree root system and just held down. And it looked like basically that's the last you see of that enemy. Yeah. So, yeah, this game definitely looks interesting. Was that the one... That we said looked anthemish when she was running around. And the world looks. That's yes. what I mean. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The world is very much like Anthem. You know what I mean? To where it seems like these, uh, these above the clouds type of type of places that you can go ahead and like leap and bound to. And, and don't automatically assume something negative about this game because for all you want to say about Anthem, it looks. God damn! Ding! This is crazy, bro. I'm gonna have to turn <laughs> these mics off as you punch me in the throat real quick. Um. Anthem looks fantastic. Yes. It does. Like, for yes. all its shortcomings, it looks amazing. Um, moving right along, something that I'm ex- almost kind of as excited for this as you were about Oddworld, just because I played um, the first two. Okay. From IO Interactive, Hitman 3. Uh, yeah, I didn't even really think about that one. Hitman 3 is the dramatic conclusion to the World of Assassina- Assassination trilogy, and we'll put you back into the shoes and stylish suit of Agent 47, a ruthless professional assassin who must take on the most important contracts of his career. It basically just looked like a normal Hitman game, but just with the modern graphics. The modern graphics. It's, Unreal it's, 5 engine just... You know, scaled up, you know. Yeah, scale, I mean, the, the world seemed a lot... There's a lot more depth. Like, in the one, this dude was, like, climbing a tower that was above the clouds. Yes. So, yes. I'm sure that the... I'm sure that the contracts are a lot more in depth. But what I've always liked about Hitman is the, the kind of you choose. Like, have you ever played one of them? Yeah. Like how you choose the route you want to go. Like, yes. there's multiple ways that you can get these contracts done. You can, you know, you can map where people go and just, you know, take them out. You can take one person out, put their uniform on to become like a butler if it's a party scene or whatever. Like, there's I remember multiple playing, ways you can go about. I remember it. playing one of the Hitman games to where one of the very first missions is you're in Russia. And you have to wear, you know what I mean, like that traditional looking, you know what I mean, oligarch type, you know what I mean? Yes. Just, you know what I mean, uh, wear. And you would have to go ahead and just walk around just normal people just doing your normal thing, but then you had to go ahead and assassinate somebody. And the the way that he can go ahead and hide in plain sight, that Assassin's Creed style of, uh, of uh, ambiguity, I guess might be, mm-hmm. in this game is what makes these games so much fun. Because you can walk directly next to the guy take him out and then just go ahead just cut left and just walk away like nothing ever happened yeah and that's what makes these games so interesting the fact that if you have the ability to do that you know i mean it makes the game like oh man you really did that yo you fucked him up like that seriously and it's it's fun to see how different people go about different situations yes people are gonna do shit differently so everyone's got a different not everybody is as covert Oh, yeah. Touche. <laughs> From 2K Sports, NBA 2K21 was also on the list. You really don't get anything. It is just pre-alpha. All you get is Zion footage. Williamson. Now, by all means, it looks fantastic. It looks just like him. Yeah. It looks great. Again, it's pre-alpha footage. It's just a cinematic. But NBA 2K has you... been... Live is trying to make a comeback, but 2K has been the premier hockey basketball game for probably the last... 
decade and it's been more and more fun every time i'm sure they will have a great like you know story mode if you will it's not really a via pro it's kind of like or my career i should say it's called my career. yeah um they're always they're always fun they always get some fun celebrity cameos and it's always a good story and the game itself is a lot of fun to play so i'm assuming take the nba 2k games you're used to add better graphics is probably 2k21 that's probably what it is and like i said i'm assuming that means zion's gonna be on the cover by the way the fact that they used him that's just my guess yeah that would be uh, and also they used him to introduce it yeah i had i had thought that it would have been kobe but they had Kobe on a cover, I believe, like in the last couple of years. Not that they couldn't do it again, but they did just have him. I feel it wouldn't like, shock me if they had I feel a Mamba like they edition. Might do something. I feel like they may yeah. have like a Mamba edition because they always have the you know like the classic, the deluxe edition or whatever. So maybe they'll rename it. And or they had like a Kings edition something. at one point they for have, LeBron. Or they some will shit have. Like that. There will, I guarantee you, there will be something dedicated to Kobe in there, one way or another. There has whether to be. it's whether it's one of the additions of the game, something in the game. There has to be. You know, anything like that. Maybe playing a game on 824 or something like you're doing yeah. a pregame or something like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Or like an exhibition game or something. Like, like, there's easily some way you can go ahead and work it. So, more from Bethesda Softworks and also Arcane Studios, we have Deathloop, which we were, we're all so excited about. With stunning and stylish environments, memorable combat encounters, and the freedom to tackle each mission at any pace with any approach you choose. This is arcane like you've never seen or felt before. Built with next-gen in mind, Deathloop is being developed for a new generation of hardware and will launch exclusively on PS5. Now, this is... It's very much like a spy versus spy or agent versus so, agent. Deathloop had this feel of... Uh, uh, I'm trying to... I'm you see. just went to the midnight love hour for a second, <laughs> by the way. Like, I was... I was Dude, because I, I I thoroughly enjoyed watching watching the trailer. Because it was... So, you get this. I mean, you get the. I mean, the main guy having to go ahead and kill a bunch of people in this place. He is in a constant loop. I mean, it's basically Groundhog's Day it's for a time him. Time loop, yeah. Because the only way that he gets out of it, I'm guessing, is if he kills like these eight different bosses within this purgatory level that he's in, or some shit like that. But when he's doing that, he also has to go against this woman who is a badass fucking assassin herself and her only goal in this entire world is to take him out before he takes out the bosses yeah which is a pretty pretty dope concept it is a pretty dope concept it is absolutely and it you know it, lo it looked great it looks like one of those games that once the combat gets started it really doesn't stop it seemed very much bioshock uh you know uh, uh yeah uh animation style yeah it was like a I weird guess. combination of like a run and gun and but but by that I, I don't mean like your typical like you know your typical run and gun but like once you start running and shooting you don't stop the levels over yeah like it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of if any of like stealth or anything like that it was just kind of like a get in the battlefield and go tear that ass up kind of thing is what it seemed like we have two more left that's all that's, that's left it? yeah and you know why don't we start with the very very confusing one that we really don't have a lot that we can say about uh and oddly enough the last two are both from capcom uh this first one pragmata all i can say is what the hell because here's the thing y'all if you've listened enough you know how much of a fan i am of <clears throat> hideo kojima this is not a hideo kojima game but all the talking we were doing about death stranding and having played it I still don't understand it. And this trailer 
was so difficult to understand what on earth was happening. I thought that it was a Kojima game. So we're really not going to have much to say except for that it starts off in what looks like Times Square or something. New York City. Yeah, it's yeah. like New York City. You're this dude in like an astronaut suit, but like a like an astronaut suit from like the year like I don't know 4035 it looks like. So you shoot something in the air that helps you track a little girl it seems like. And then eventually you see her and then when you see her a satellite falls in from the sky and it's very much Truman show to where that apparently you're in a dome and when the satellite falls through it breaks through the dome and then you have to go ahead and fly away from it and she apparently she has some type of cybernetic ability to be able to help you like navigate around na- navigate thing. around it yeah. i mean she created some type of force field to be able to go ahead and bounce it, off it was of like it. a net she created yeah. like a net it looked like and to like you, bounce you off that and then thing. you end up on the moon yeah and she she says something like what is this and he just looks and says like the future our freedom i think he our says our freedom yeah yeah and that's it that's all you get such a weird so trailer. all i saw like again we need more <laughs> yes we need a little bit more and last but not least you know i'm excited for it resident evil village now Capcom says the fear of dark corners has been replaced with the anxiety of the unknown as Ethan searches for answers within decrepit buildings among snow-covered trees. Okay, so we were talking about this. It is Ethan. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we were... Well, yeah, I just found that out. We were trying to figure out what was going on because we saw Chris. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll unpack all this. Um, (laughs) The return of the first-person perspective will bring a visceral edge to combat with a greater focus on combat and exploration compared to Resident Evil 7, the village itself is just as important a character as any other, a location with life of its own that will frequently keep you on edge as you discover its secrets. Now, the crazy thing about this was, unless you were paying very, very close attention, which, if you watch the trailer, you'll understand why it was tough to miss, you didn't realize that this was a Resident Evil game until the very end of the trailer. Oh, I was trailer. about to say, not until close to the end, you realized, okay, this looked, was Resident Evil. It just looked like a brand new yeah. survival horror type shit. They, sh- you know, There's this woman talking very creepily, something like a woman you wouldn't want to have a conversation with, <laughs> telling like a very creepy story about mother and stuff like that as you're walking through this you know snow-covered area and you get to this village and you, you know, it looks like you're trying to go into this old man's house. You open his door, his curtain, he fires a... He fires around at you. He's got a rifle. How he misses you, I don't know. He's pointing it point blank at your gut. The fact that he doesn't shoot you makes me very curious about how this game yeah. runs. But, you know, and then you're like, whoa, 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 hold on. Don't shoot. I'm a, you know, I'm not the person trying to kill you or whatever. And this guy says, oh, you know, they're coming or whatever. And then you just see these shadows. You see him looking around. You see shadows going everywhere. And all of a sudden he gets like pulled through the roof and something tries to pull you through the floor. And then they just show like a bunch of a bunch of clips of creepy stuff. You see everything from like these older, like Victorian looking women and all Which this, apparently all freaks this you cra- out. all this crazy stuff. And then it just pans out and you see all this crazy, this whole crazy village. It's all covered in snow. It looks like the shining. And, uh, and then you just see village pop up on the screen. And I'm like, cool. Like a new, a new horror game. And then like the, the V I L L start start fading into a gold and then you realize that it's not village it is the roman numeral for eight yeah and then it says resident evil on the box and right then i'm like oh shit here we go because resident evil 7 was great and this is a direct you know direct continuation and then it's still a game that i will never touch yeah for sure and uh even though you beat resident evil 2 which is wild because it's essentially the same thing 
I understand you're not touching it in VR, but yeah, but it's first person, which makes it even a little worse. <laughs> Touche. But and then it like the 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 mind fuck goes even further because after it says Resident Evil, spoiler alert. When you play Resident, Evil... I'll give you a second. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. 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 Okay, here we go. In Resident <laughs> Evil 7, you play as Ethan. I think his name's Ethan Winters, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. Ethan Winters. Okay, Ethan Winters uh, to find basically... I don't know if it's his wife at the time or his girlfriend. I think it's his wife, possibly. Um, Mia. She goes on like this babysitting gig, ends up with this fucked up family or something like that. Either way, you end up saving her. Anyone that's played Resident Evil, you know who Chris Redfield is. Yep. Star's operative. You play as him in the first game. I believe there's... I believe there's games where you can play as him afterwards. I, I do forgive me for forgetting, but I know you play as him in the first one. He's the fucking hero. And then all of a sudden, at the end of this trailer, after you see that it's Resident Evil, you see this dude walk up in like a black trench coat and black shirt. Like he looks evil, basically. Like he looks like a like a dark ops or some shit. And it ends up being Chris. And it ends up being Chris. And you hear Ethan say, Chris? And then he just says, sorry, Ethan. And Mia's like laying on the floor. And Chris just whips out a gun, shoots her like four times in the head. Just lays her out. And Ethan's basically like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like basically, like, what are you doing? And then that's it. Yeah. And that's what you're black. left with. <laughs> and immediately I'm just like, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Like, is this like the trailer's way of messing with your brain and you don't know what happened before then? So maybe he's still a good guy and she was about to turn and he fixed that or whatever. Or is he working for Umbrella now? Did he go the way of Wesker? You know yeah, what I mean? you have no idea. You have no idea. I have no clue. And it's going to uh it's going to take some time. <laughs> it's going to take some time to but I'm sure they'll slowly start to reveal that stuff, but Resident Evil 7 took a turn. That's why everyone has been so excited for Resident Evil 8 because the game finally came back to survival horror as opposed to very very action heavy. Not to say that 5, 6 and 7 or sorry, that 5 and 6 well no, 4 4 was action heavy. Four was action heavy, but even though you could upgrade your guns, it didn't. It there was plenty of times where you didn't feel like you were super duper prepared. You could run out of ammo and stuff like that. Have to go to hand. Yeah, but it was same, few and far between. At the same time, I was able to handle playing four to its completion. It, it was, well, bruh. You could handle playing games like that back in the day. Your anxiety developed over time. It's not like you always had this. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you like that. you could have played the Evil Within back in the day. You know what I mean? Things change as you get mm. older, but. Um, but yeah so while it wasn't you know while it wasn't the first three where you know you get like 15 handgun bolts at a time and them shits come and go four five and six mostly five and six became very 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 action heavy you never felt like you had a shortage of bullets and you know it kind of got away from what made the series so popular but seven went back to just the freaky and nvr only even made it worse and by worse i just mean scarier um which it, makes me go ahead and give a whole big old fuck no. Yeah, it became very, very, you know, terrifying. And this looks... What I do wonder is, is there is this going to be VR compatible as well? I feel like it'd be very hard to see the success that they had with the first one. I feel like they have to. to. Especially considering that launched. Not to mention, you said that if 7 wasn't in VR, you would have not labeled it as one of the best games you've ever played. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know because I didn't play it, but it definitely I don't I don't know how it could because the VR just added a different level of the experience because you felt like you were there. Yeah, like it felt so real. Oh, trust me, I watched I watched John yeah, play, and, this and I felt like it was real. 
because you don't generally associate VR with that level of graphics. You think VR, you think like the cartoony fun stuff, which they have, which is great. But this was like, I was really in this screwed up situation. Yeah. So if they add VR, this is just gonna, gonna be even crazier. The only thing that ha makes me a little reserved is that they say with a greater focus on combat. Well, it says combat and exploration. The Resident Evil Seven. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at more exploration because that's fine. But I what just, makes you worried what is the combat. is the more combat because yeah. there was plenty of combat in Seven. There was plenty of combat. I thought that they had it down. I thought they had it down pat, and I just worried that they're going to do maybe a little too much. But they killed it with Seven, so I'm just going to assume that they're going to kill it with Eight. But not exactly in that order. That that was the PS5 reveal event and there were a ton of those games uh, we should have gone through it on here but we didn't i mean you can look it up a ton of those games were console exclusive so if there's any that you enjoy i would easily say about 85 percent. 85 percent were console exclusive yeah. so if there's any of those that speak to you there's one way to get them <laughs> and only and one way it's, yeah and and that's to, to get yourself a ps5 but that was the event and dude it, it was a strong it was a strong showing. Look, I will sit here and say that there was a couple duds. It for was me. <laughs> it it was a very strong showing. I was very excited for a lot of stuff. Like I said, three or four games are going to make me very excited when I decide to pick up my PS5. Mm. But I will also say that I am also not going to pick up a PS5 at launch. Yeah. But that's just my personal preference for the sole purpose of I have much more invested. You know what I mean with Microsoft and you know what I mean and the uh, like Game Pass and everything else that I have going on with it. So yeah, th look, th I mean that's just where I lie. I don't have an allegiance to one towards the other. It's just more on like the fact of what I have money wise more invested I, to one towards the other. I yeah, I want see the fact that I like I don't have anything invested in either yeah. of those because I don't play PS Now yeah, on and, PlayStation and you don't have Game Pass and Game Pass, which neither one of them would matter to me anyway. Oh my gosh. Ding. Neither one of them will matter to me anyway because, uh, for the most part, like they're all older games, for the most part. Mm. Like I'm not like. I wouldn't entirely. I mean, like I mean, like, yeah. Like it's a, not like a brand new a game bunch is going to go are, right to Game Pass or PS Now. Well, they have though. Like no, I mean like my like Minecraft Dungeons was that. Uh, Crackdown Three was that. You know what I mean? I mean they went straight to it. Gears Five was that at launch. And Game Pass, you have, you pay a subscription for that, right? Or is it lumped in with your? It's I forget. Well, no, I mean, I mean, you can pay it monthly, or you can pay it yearly. But you but, mean just like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. But like I said, I mean, once you and what is it that you pay for that? Uh, I'm paying. I see. I have the ultimate, which I think is like thirteen or fifteen ninety nine uh, per month. But okay. I went ahead. I did. I mean, I got like the. Uh, currently, I'm paying like twenty four months. You know I mean, I, I already I already paid that out to yeah. go ahead and get this thing. Now. Minecraft Dungeons, I'm actually surprised. And once you do that, you get all those games once they hit there. For, you just play them whenever you want, right? Download them and play. See, it's, that's what it's I mean. easy so as that. It's the same thing with PS Now. PS Now does focus more on older games, but I do believe they work the same way. And most, if not all, of the games that go on there, like I said, Minecraft Dungeons surprises me because of how popular Minecraft is. Any new games that and go that to... that game actually was surprisingly fun. Any of those, any game, any new games that go right to either of those, PS Now or Game Pass, are only the games that they know they're not going to sell a lot. Because well, if see, you, because you're not gonna ever see, you're not gonna see well, the see, Last of Us Part that. Two go to Game Pass. Or you PS say now. that, but at the same time, like Gears Five, 
I mean, Gears 5 went directly to Game Pass at launch. That's shocking. <laughs> that is shocking. You know what I'm saying? And, that would tell and dude, a lot. Yo, Gears of War is a... That is Iconic. one. That is one of the Xbox exclusive bangers, that's, dude. That's what I talked to Clyburn about when I was saying that outside of Halo, or if you want to talk racing for Forza, the only banger console exclusive I can think of is Gears of War. That's a fucking big one. Yeah. Oh, it's that's absolutely is. Oh, Anthony and I have spent countless hours playing oh, yeah. those games together. But yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't have anything invested in either of them. I got, I've got, i gotten what I wanted out of this PS5 reveal event, and I'm going to have a Series X anyway, but now what I want from them, like, the fact that I don't have an Allegiance, I want them to make me want it. I want to see that game that's like you have, where you're like, I like that. where you're like, there's, because I know it's powerful. I know it's a great console. Now I want that to be used in something that's going to make me want to play that shit. Show me gameplay that's going to go ahead Show, and make, yeah. make me sit here and say, Okay, I might have changed my mind about my initial thoughts on which one I'm getting first. That's what they need to do. Yeah, at this point, like, I know both systems are going to be great, so chances are, if I wasn't blown away by the games for either of them, it would just be whichever one came out first. Yeah, Would be the course, one I got. Of course, which now, is something you've already said earlier yeah, anyway. You said yeah, on earlier podcasts. Yeah, if the Series X came out first, that's fine. And now that's what I'm waiting for, because I want that shit to be good. So now I'm waiting for Xbox to be like, all right. We had our, technically we had our event first, but now we've seen what they're doing. We've seen their exclusives. Now we got some shit we want to show. And the good thing and is I'm that I'm waiting for that. I know for a fact that Microsoft has something coming in July to go yes. ahead and show either more gameplay or more of the games or more of the system. Whatever they whatever they decide to do, this is their time to go ahead and really prove their point of you need to buy our system as opposed to that system that's and that's what i mean because again we know how powerful it is so i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna judge either system solely based on games that come out for both systems you know what i mean yeah i want to see what you got and don't i know you're going to and it's going to be great don't get me wrong but i don't i don't care as much about halo 5 I've been in this 20-year thing of just constantly expecting that Halo is what's going to drop. Halo Infinite. Uh, or what? Yeah, I said Halo. Well, it's technically Halo 5, right? Well, no, because no, if you add in like ODST and Reach no, and all that not. shit. Yeah, no, it, yeah. just just call it Infinite. Uh, Halo Infinite. <laughs> and I'm not shitting on it. I know it's going to be a great game. I'm sure it is. But I want you to, like I said, I want you to release them new things to where, just like when I saw this and I see Miles Morales and I see Horizon 2 and I see those games that are like, shit. I can't not play those. Which is something they, ha they, I mean, they have done on E3s in the past. I mean, they've had, this is a Microsoft exclusive. That's what, and I'm, I'm excited and that's what I'm waiting for because I and want I something think, that's going to be and like, And I think I July is really going to give you that. I, I, I truly do. I don't. I, and if it doesn't, it's going to be a much frowned upon event. I guarantee you. Because they're setting themselves up. They've said how many times now that this is our console that is for gaming. That is what this is about. And if you look at the statistics, I mean, if you look at the actual graphics of the PS5 versus the Xbox Series X, they are incredibly similar, but the Series X does surpass them in a few spots when yeah. it comes to actual... Like raw power. Raw power for the gaming. But dude, like we said when we were... When we had this... When we had john on it's like it's it's the power puncher versus not necessarily power versus speed but it's like you know this is a power console this is like mike tyson versus like muhammad ali maybe i'm not i'm not saying that because i know muhammad ali's better but it's like that thing where this is like brute force versus like the swift agile a little more cerebral you know I mean yeah we're trying we're trying different tech with the dual sense and this yeah. and that so like we have our things you have yours which is 
again, it's going to be fun. That's why that's like that's why there's a reason to have both. This has been one of the most fun console wars that I could think of. And yeah, I mean, they're only going to get better. Back. They're only going to get better as technology gets better. But yeah. like I said, now I've seen like we've had like I said, we've had a couple rounds so far. Right. <laughs> However, you want to slice it when they both released their specs on the consoles. You could argue it's a draw just because one is more power while one's close enough on power but going with other things like controllers and stuff like that but if you want to go just based on you know just based on power fine i'm all with it xbox all right 10-9 so, round right there all right so let's go ahead let's just let's just knock out the park right now let's go ahead and just lay it out on the table cpu barely xbox wins mm-hmm. gpu barely xbox wins as opposed to 12 teraflops as a t- 12 teraflops for the series x as opposed to 10.28 teraflops for the five mm-hmm. Uh, bandwidth. Um, it looks like Xbox wins barely. Once again, it is these. Everything's it is these slight, slight things. Uh, optic drive tie. Internal storage. Xbox wins by about a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean of uh, of space because they have a terabyte of solid state drive as opposed to two hundred eight hundred twenty five uh gigabyte of solid state drive. Yes. And then the expandable storage like external hard drives. Uh. Xbox wins, but only because they actually give you a number. Um, PS5 does not give you anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say that they're there gonna is, win by default. There, basically, they. I mean, that there is going to be an expandable storage, but they don't tell you what exactly it's going to be. Yeah. So that's basically what we sit at. Raw power. I mean, raw just 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 basically just power alone. Series X wins by a, by a slight advantage. That's a ten nine round right there. The hell was that? I don't know. Siri just tried to listen to me or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's, but that's a 10-9 round right that there. doesn't mean that the Series X is going to be a better system. It doesn't. Because it, a lot of times it has to do with what games you want to play on them. And that's the thing. It's like, I would I would absolutely lose my fucking shit if Abe's Oddworld, was, or uh, Oddworld um, Soulstorm, was able to be played on uh, Series X. I don't believe it's the case. I believe that game might be, it's not an exclusive. No, it is exclusive. It's only PlayStation. Yeah. Which makes me sad. Well, of course. <laughs> but but at the same time, I also, I mean, it, it also, once again, like I understand it, it makes me want to go that's, ahead and get that system that, because I, I know mean. how beautiful it's going to look. That's what I mean. And and that's what I want. And I'm sure that they will. But so that right there, power alone, that's a 10-9 that's a right there. Then, you know, if you want to make it two separate rounds, then you go to, you know, then you go to accessories. Ex- well, if you go to accessories and stuff like that. With what they're trying to do, we don't know how it's going to work yet. But with the Plus, DualSense and stuff like that, with VR also, you know, I mean, VR, PlayStation gets the advantage. Yeah, so they're a ten nine. If if you lump those as one round together, it's close Tied. to a draw. It's yeah. close to a draw. But if you want to keep them separate, that's one for Xbox, one for PlayStation. Okay, even so, two rounds tie. Exactly. Then you get to you talk about amateur round of UFC. You have three rounds anyway. So yeah. Now, tentatively, I guess if they're going to show more gameplay wise, I would say that tentatively right now, as far as the the games and the exclusives, PlayStation takes that one. They do. 10-9. I will agree. But there's probably more for Xbox to show. Hopefully there is. So there is. Have to revisit and once, that later. Once they actually show some gameplay on Infinite or even just a slight bit more of cinematics, they probably will take the lead just that's, slightly over the edge. That's what I mean. The only way that they're not going to take the lead for me is if that whole, if outside of Halo Infinite, all they show are games that are also going to be on PlayStation, but how they run on the Series X. Because I want to see, I want to see stuff that I can only get with you. Yeah, because 
You know Microsoft I mean? has made a point to buy a bunch of smaller developers to go ahead and make exclusive games. So we want to see what those exclusive games are. That's what I mean. I yes. want to see, like I said, I oh I, I agree. With I 100%. want you to show me why I need yours. Yes. I will see me. I want to show you. I want you to show me why you bought these companies. Because right now I see one that I can play games on there that I can play on yours, and I have ones on there that I can't play on yours. Yes. So right now they have my since I don't have an allegiance, they are not an allegiance like in much invested in either either or. That's you got are me right now. you are the most of neutral parties. So that's give me, got so me right it's now. just which way it leans. But like I said, if if they release some heat that I'm not, you know, that I'm not really ready for, then shit. This on like Donkey Kong, which makes this so much. It makes July look like it. it you I mean it's going to be like such a heavy hitter, which I'm really hoping it does. I'm really hoping for it. Yeah. If but, not, not only as a podcaster, you know, I me mean? going ahead and actually talking about this stuff, am I going to be disappointed? But as a, as 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 a gamer, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I look I look forward to that because right now it's it's so close. Like I said, you get. Yeah, one's got it on power. One's got it on, you know, tech. One's for now has it on games. One still has yet to be seen. So like, yeah, this isn't a knockout either way. And you're not gonna go wrong with ever whichever system you get. No, you're not. You're gonna get help. You're gonna be happy with no yeah. matter what you get. Absolutely, absolutely. They just the ge- the console generations are always better when they both have. And you even throw Nintendo sat in the ring now when they when they all have their own games that make you need to have that system. Yep, like that experience is going to be so great. I can't miss out on that. That's why I've had that Xbox One that I finally now gave gave to Mike because we're so close to the next generation. I'm not going to need it anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's why I've always had my Xbox sitting there because I'm like I'm waiting because now if that game comes out, I know I can get it. Yeah, I know I can get it. All right, so that's what we have on uh, on the PlayStation Five uh, reveal event. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we gave you enough information. Yep, I feel like we gave you more than enough and. We gave everything we could give. Yeah, absolutely. As, as far as and our we're being one hundred percent honest, man. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into news. So I wanted to first jump off on something talking about PlayStation, a uh, game that's going to be released on the same week that we released this podcast, I believe, which is Last of Us Part Two. So IGN gave their final review on the game masterpiece 10.0 straight up perfect game they said the last of us 2 takes strides forward in nearly every way developing uh, delivering a layered emotionally shattering story on top of deep and satisfying evolution to the original gameplay from what i've seen for this game yeah i mean i mean especially with the state of play that happened i think two weeks ago three weeks ago it looked like it was just you dive so much deeper into the world, and I've never even been into the world. And it looks like you dive deeper into. The world. And look, put it this: IGN don't just throw out tens like that. No, they don't. They are <laughs> they're they're like you'll see eight point nines and nine point one. Like it's almost like they're hesitant to give a ten. <laughs> they are because I mean I just don't even think they like round numbers. <laughs> yeah. Now you do that. So yeah, I mean, so that one definitely took the cake from me when I saw that. I was like, oh wow, this is badass as hell. Uh, another thing I saw when it came down to that PlayStation 5 stream was that it broke records. The PlayStation 5 reveal event beats all previous console reveals and E3 shows as the most watched gaming live stream in YouTube history. I'm not surprised in the slightest. No. And it really, really, like, I almost, 
don't i want you to like try your best to not even see anything from the last of us part two because i badly want you to play the first one so you can play the second one see here's the funny thing about it they... which you should want to now that you got a 10. oh i i seriously do and i seriously want to play the first one i just haven't just had the time yet i mean i've been playing a lot of other different games no i feel you uh nothing i have for uh for everybody that kind of makes a few of our friends sad that I know about uh, is that AT&T is looking to sell Warner Brothers Interactive Entertaining uh, Entertainment Gaming Division, which includes studios like NetherRealm, Avalanche, and Rocksteady. So you're basically talking about like the Mortal Kombat games, the Batman Arkham games, I mean, stuff that falls along those types of ilks. And this is where shit gets hairy because and those are popular, popular franchises yes. that will wreck you if you don't do right. Yes. So the companies that people are saying might be looking, I mean, have interest in these, give me in these particular uh, parts of the gaming, is Take Two, EA, and Activision Blizzard. So I, I'm not a fan of them selling this but that's obviously because you mean what they've had before with these games you mean and everything you never with know, developers and everybody else it's just worked you never know what you're getting exactly you never know what you're getting you never know if someone tries to do too much rather than just keeping the game the way that it should be yeah um but you know different isn't always necessarily worse there is a possibility it could get better i'm not arguing know. with that you don't know but I it's not arguing but it's that. unclear and it's it's a risk it is it's a very big risk i mean especially since activision Activision itself hasn't really done much of anything, and I'm not I gonna mean, lie. I haven't even. I know there has been, but I can't think of an Activision game since like. Didn't Activision do like the old WWF games? Activision was part of that. They're I know of, they were also uh, THQ, but yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk. Um, I mean, they're yeah. they're they're currently getting a resurgence right now with the Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, remasters. Yep. So I, so I'm guessing that's why their hat might be in the ring on this to go ahead and kind of continue their, you know I mean their news momentum to go ahead yeah. and kind of push forward their gaming uh, news. If there's if there's any one that's going to be the most interesting to see would be if it went to EA because you just, know they're big risk big reward type of people, but it's also big risk potential big flop. I just feel like graphics wise, EA just doesn't stand a chance grabbing it. It would it wouldn't look anywhere near what you'd want. Yeah. Uh, so I will also go ahead and say that um, the sources say that the deal is neither in place nor imminent. It's just one of those things to where uh, um, AT and T is basically just putting the feelers out They've there. Made it known. It's basically that they're looking trader. You mean trading block? You mean yeah? You mean uh, WB what's, Interactive is on the trading block? What's your offer? Yeah. <laughs> so I have one more story that. <clears throat> Pisses, we should have led with it. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have. It pisses me off just just for the sole purpose of the content of it. But I'm glad for what this company did, you know what I mean, in reaction to it. So Riot Games has fired their um, one of their executives for posting uh, on Facebook that George Floyd was, he was responsible for his own death. Which is something that as a person of color look i'm not i'm not hanging him as a martyr that's not my point on all this but bottom line the man lost his life to absolute police negligence and it was a murder so if you want to go ahead and say that he lost his life and it was his own fault i believe that you i believe that you are um ignorant ignorant and uneducated upon the situation 
And if you do have that sort of opinion, then you're more than likely the same type of person that will blame a woman getting raped because of what she was wearing. Now, I am going to say this unequivocally right now. And I know I fucked that word up, but I have had a few drinks. I don't care. You said unequivocally. Did I say right? Yeah. All right. Give yourself some credit, my guy. <laughs> I will never stand for hatred, bigotry, racism at all. I am a person of color. My mother is white. My father is black. I will never stand for anybody saying anything about anybody about their race, color, creed, gender, any of it. It's bullshit. We are all people. Mm -hmm. I do not stand for it at all and it makes me so it, it it causes so much hatred in my heart when i see stuff like this because obviously all these people I ever care about is their one percent that you mean you mean that they're a part of to go ahead and like basically make jokes to their fucking friends yeah because systemic racism is real when we say black lives matter it has nothing to do with saying all you know, i mean only black lives matter no that's not the point black lives matter because they're the ones that are currently being pushed down in this world and we're just trying to bring them up to the same level as other races it's not that difficult you're, of a thing to think about trying to finally be included in the all can i can I please? And that's the point that I'm trying to. I mean, that's the, the, look, I'm, obviously, I'm not saying it at you, but I'm sure. looking at you. <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> but yes. it is, look, man, it is something that over the last few weeks, obviously, since, you know, I mean, George Floyd has been murdered, you, you, I mean, you've had the Black Lives Matter movement rising up, and you've been seeing protests. Fuck, man, there have been protests in uh, Philly today. I just saw on the news, I mean, on my phone, uh, part of 76 just got shut down because of protests again, which I'm saying good. Yeah. Let's keep on pushing it forward. Don't let it die. So, uh, <clears throat> Riot Games told IGN that they have parted ways with Ron Johnson, who was the executive who posted a Facebook message that placed blame on George Floyd for his own death. In the statement, the League of Legends developer confirmed that Ron Johnson is no longer employed at Riot Games. The company reiterated the support for the black community and highlighted the initiatives that have announced to help black and marginalized game developers. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> this is something that I just get really heated about so i just i get i get a little uh overwhelmed with it and this by the way i just want to sneak in there this is not one of those because you know the second you hear stuff like this the the you know the freedom of speech people are going to come out in fucking droves like oh if, if, so I'm, I'm sorry but this this man you can have as ignorant as it may be you can have the beliefs you want i guess but this man works for a company just like, say, Colin Kaepernick did. So if he wasn't allowed to do what he did peacefully because it didn't represent the company... And it resulted this, in him being ostracized from that company. The, and if, if you didn't have a problem with that, I better not see you have a problem with this dude getting fired for basically an ignorant-ass statement like that. And I will want to go ahead and just point out again, Black Lives Matter and me saying, me personally saying Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with a political affiliation. It is a human rights issue it has nothing to do with politics i don't care about your politics i care that you are for all people and making all people equal black asian trans it doesn't matter we all need to stand on level on level ground to be able to go ahead and truly aspire to greatness as a country i can't say anything better than that's, that's all i got shut up you said what I was thinking. So. <laughs> Thank you for letting me go ahead and jump on that soapbox a little bit. Hey. 
uh <clears throat> one of the cool things is that riot is also going ahead and um investing 10 million dollars in founders underrepresented in the gaming industry sick and uh that has to do with future pipelining the underrepresented talent in the gaming tech world so i really you know what i mean commend them for not only firing this asshole but also going ahead and continually trying to push the you know, I mean, the equal rights agenda and making sure that everybody is seen as equal. You, so you ain't gonna hear no argument on me. So that's all I got in news. Um, and I'll be honest, if we've lost anybody on that one, it fine. Is what it is. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. I truly don't because having an opinion that you know, I mean these lives don't matter is absolutely bullshit. So. You have your opinion. You can listen to somebody else if you want to hear gaming. You don't have to listen to us. Yeah. So, on that note, try to be a little more jovial here. I do apologize for the serious tone. Uh, Scoops, I need to ask you. It's going to be the same friggin' answer. With you being <laughs> in the studio, sitting with me. Oh, it feels different. Drinking rum with my boy. Yes. I need to know. Yes. What? Yes. Are. Yep. You. Give it to me. Play. Um, I clipped so bad. Shit, I'm actually trying to think. I actually thought I. No, I, I know you what I thought. You were ready. No, I actually th I thought for a second. I was like, did I play something different? But I don't think I did. Um, no, I'm. I'm furthering my platinum race in Uncharted 3 so I can move into the fourth one. That's that's really all I'm doing. I'm currently playing the game on Crushing right now. I'm about halfway through. Okay. Um, I've done everything. Once I do that. I'll have done everything that I have to do as far as the regular. Because when you buy the um, the like collection that has the Nathan Drake collection, mm -hmm. you have the platinum, you know, the trophies for the actual game, and then they give you extra ones like completing. The oh game on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completing the game that. on brutal, doing a speed run, completing one of Donut Drake, blah blah blah. So once I'm finished on crushing, I just have to do that, and then I'm good to go, and then I can play on Char Four. I'm st to try to get something new in. I was I'm going well I'm going to download uh Call of Duty World War Two since it's free, but I have to make like mad space <laughs> on my hard drive and plus you're I don't waiting know how for much, Last of Us Two. Yeah, so I don't know how much of that I'm gonna get through because once Last of Us Part Two comes out, there's problems. Yeah. There's problems. Good problems to have. <laughs> but problems. Um And you were actually kind of called out last night during my uh freaky friday stream yeah about you not streaming yourself yeah well, i always feel weird about like streaming sports games and stuff like that because it's all kind of the same it's all kind of the same okay, so fine, i don't know how exciting already, it is to you've watch you already said you're not giving mean, your your main thing right now is uncharted so go yeah but i also don't want to stream like the very end of a game or something you're, like that okay yeah but you already said you're halfway through yeah so you're not at the end touche oh no yeah you're right Fair enough. I will stream The Last of Us Part Two. I will. Um, that one's gonna be nuts. I'll I'm probably even stream that. when I do. It'll sure be good content for mature audiences only. But when I start to do Uncharted on Brutal, I can do that. That's what I want, dude. That's I, gonna be a problem. That's what I'm saying, bro. I want to see you stream as almost as much as what I do because I stream a lot. I mean, I stream four. Three to four nights a week. Like I said, the only thing the only thing that makes it tougher for me is like there's like I honestly want every anyone and everyone that wants to like watch to watch no matter no matter when that is. But I know at least as far as like our core group of people, 
no one's really going to watch when I stream just because my general streaming time is like four o'clock in the afternoon to five thirty. Then let's let's promote it. Let's keep. I mean, on I'll do it. Somewhere. Dude, I'll, I'll I will push it as far as I can on Twitter the whole nine, man. Let's get you, let's get you moving on it for real. Yeah. No, I'll I'll get back into it. I've been I've been slacking. <laughs> I admit it. But um, God, that was nice to hear in person. <laughs> oh man, I don't think y'all understand how much we missed doing this like physically in the same place. Yeah, it's it, it it's amazing. But uh, why don't we? Why don't we put you on the hot seat for a second? Please do. We know for a fact that... Well, no, you're not playing anymore. Shit. It just blew my mind. I was about to say, we know for a fact that you didn't actually play Borderlands 3 this week, but I think you did, didn't you? I did. Damn it! I did. Damn it. I'm waiting for one week. We've no, it's had, a, it's a good had game. that one week. Well, no, so the new takedown happened, uh, so uh, that has to do with the Guardian's Breach, I believe it's called, and... Look, man, you can get a whole bunch of new guns and everything else in it. So, I mean, I, I fucked around with that a little bit on a Thursday. But uh, Friday, I mean, we did Freaky Friday. I jumped back into Freaky Friday, and we made an executive decision to change the game. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why you wanted to do that because you knew that it would cause my anxiety to build a little bit more with this game as opposed to, as opposed to the Evil Within. Because Evil Within, it didn't really hit me here's the way the, that, th- here's that the, the other ones did. Here's the thing. This is like a twofold thing. Like, yeah, on one hand, it's let's try to help, you know, help West through his anxiety with a little exposure therapy. Oh, that's and, what it is? And all that stuff. It's, it's part of that. But at the same time, <laughs> I want it to be a game that you're going to have fun playing. And in any game, whether it's a horror game or anything else, if it's if it's a little too tough to figure out right away and, and you're constantly having to do the same part over and over and over again in any game, it's going to ruin your experience. It's just like why when I play games for the first time, I don't play them on the hardest difficulty, although I end up doing it because I want to actually experience the story. I don't play it on easy. Don't don't let me in with them. I play the game on your normal standard difficulty the first time around. Which is what I'm doing. Because I want to, like I said, I want to experience the game. I want it to be tough, but I don't want to keep doing the same part over and over again to the point where I'm like, hey, fuck it. I don't even feel like doing this right now. You know what I mean? So Alien Isolation is a game that they do very, very well with sound as a, as a way of ramping up your anxiety. Even nothing's going to happen. You'll walk around for a half hour swearing to God that something's about to happen. Okay, so you, so I spend about 90 minutes playing, which is what I, I normally spend about, you know I mean, 9 o'clock to 10.30 playing the game. You know I mean, playing whatever Freaky Friday game. And for the majority of that game, you know what I mean, uh, the other night, I didn't even... Didn't even see my first alien at all. Didn't see my first xenomorph at all. And I only saw the tail of one about five minutes before you stopped. About yeah, about five, seven minutes before I stopped. And I was like, okay, I get it now. Meanwhile, after I saw that, I pressed the button for the transit and the music starts going. And I I start hiding in the corner. Dude, it's so like, <laughs> funny watching you play this game and go through the same emotions as me where I'm playing that game and I'm not going to tell you anything that happens or this or that, but every time I did something that caused more noise than I felt like it should have. And I said the same shit too about the lockers. I was like, yo, why are you she is slamming these doors open? She's fucking aggressive as shit with these lockers. dude. Yeah. Now I get you want to get in and out quickly, but damn quiet. Exactly. But everything the evil within you're fucking quiet when you go into these and when you go out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Learn That's how from it's supposed him. to be. Learn from Sebastian. But, uh, I, uh, you do, you do the same thing. And I did the same shit. As soon as I hit the button for that, the transit thing, 
and the, the music, music starts changed. playing and it gets super loud and it didn't come right away i'm like you gotta be kidding me right now i'm sitting here and i'm sitting here like constantly peeking looking like because it's funny because i'm looking around and i'm going there's nowhere there's no locker for me to hide in. there's nowhere for me to hide under if you I mean if one of the xenomorphs comes i'm fucked I, there, there's nothing i can do i'm what am i gonna i'm gonna hit it with the wrench yeah not likely yeah not likely and here's uh yeah so it was a good switch for you know a multitude of reasons. It's it definitely, I mean, look, it definitely brought my anxiety up. I'll give it, I mean, I'll give it that. It does. And once, like I said, once things, it's one of those games where once things pick up, it doesn't stop until the game's over. So it's, it's basically how it is. And what I love about it is the fact that you can pretty much turn anything into a hiding space. It's not just the tables you can under both sides. See, even that's what you, I didn't know. Even when you see desks like that have a back to it, you can even go under those. See, like I tried any, doing that at one point, but it didn't work. No, you can't. You might have just not, maybe not have been crouched first, possibly, mm. or something. I don't know. But you can pretty much go under anything. You're not going to crawl under a chair, but you can pretty much crawl under anything. Um, and I love the fact that the enemies aren't scripted. So it's not like one of these games where if you die or something, you can map where someone yeah. comes from to do it the next yeah, time. Yeah, so the interesting thing about Every this game... Every time, it's going to be a fresh... Crazy thing about this game is that the AI constantly evolves to go ahead and change its algorithm every time so you never know what it's going to do i mean you could die at the same place five times and each time the alien is doing something different yeah i don't know that that goes for all i think that might just go for the alien itself that's the main not say antagonist but that's the main baddie if you will i don't know that it does that for anything else but i'm not 100 percent sure now, we're making the executive decision to play with noise detection off because that would not bode well for Wes on a stream. No. Okay. So noise detection is cool as fuck. Don't get me wrong. If you're playing it and you're not, like, streaming, and I think this game kind of, like, we weren't I'm as gonna, stream heavy as we are now. I'm going to explain to you why the noise detection is off. The noise detection is made for the connect. That's yeah. why it's off. I yeah. do not have a connect. But you wouldn't have it anyway, even if you were. Streaming. I do not have a connect that 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 attaches to this new system. Yeah, the Xbox One X or whatever the hell it yeah. is. I do not have a connect that attaches to it. I have one that connect. Give me that attached to, to the, the old, old system. Yeah. So that's why it's a yeah. moot point to even try. Yeah. It's not going to work. I I wouldn't have tried either way because it's kind of hard to communicate with people in your chat and stay alive because the no. It's the first game, to my knowledge. Actually, no, it's not because I played Rise and you actually had to use voice commands there. But that voice commands are different. I forgot than this. about that with Rise. But uh, in this game, if you if you have noise detection on, if you make so much as a peep or something like that when things are around, your connect will pick it up, as will the AI in the game, and you mm -hmm. will alert things to your presence. So if something scares you, you go, or you start breathing heavy, they'll hear it. And it's it's cool, like it's a cool it's a cool concept. But if you're streaming, that's just not gonna work. No, it the, it was nice to like I played with it that way, but I didn't stream back then at all. And it was kind of cool because that little like look left, look right thing you you just lean and do it. You don't have to worry about a button. Ah, uh, <laughs> so like okay. if I if I'm sitting there and I'm in against the corner, I I lean to the side, which some people do naturally in games. I do too, and sometimes I see you do it. It's like those people that play racing games and they turn with the controller. Yeah, for I some used, reason. Well, I used to do that when I was a kid. My sister still does, but you, uh, you're the same as me sometimes where I see you looking at something and I'll look at you and you'll be like, well, of course, you know, it's natural. Of course. So it's cool to see that, but it's, um, he had a flawless run for the first night was in a pretty sticky situation, which is tough to get out of. Honestly, the first time. Oh, uh, well, did, with all those people in that room, when you had to sneak through, 
you can ask my wife. She heard me like cursing your name for a hot 20 seconds when you got when you came back out of the shaft and you were you were looking around and it was one of those things where like sometimes watching you play these games gives me anxiety <laughs> and what gives me anxiety the most is when you get 98% of the way and then you stop and I'm like no so when you came out of that shaft and I knew that literally you all you had to do was that hallway right behind you and you got up and people were looking around you're like I could barely uh, like, hear you mean where yeah, the guy was you were like you were you were standing out of there and the dude was like flashes light he was in the room that you came out of and he was like I don't know where to go and it was like 10 seconds of you looking around and you can ask Alex I was like if he doesn't move I'm gonna kill him <laughs> like, uh, I was like it's right behind turn around turn around I was screaming I was screaming then I had to remember that we had a kid in the other room <laughs> so I had to tone it down a bit but it was a yeah, so that's run. all we fun. got, man. So uh, next Friday, I'll go ahead and jump back into uh, Alien Isolation and see where I'm going from where I'm currently at. Yep. So I got nothing else, bro. Well, that's it then. That's we, it then. Let's let Anthony do his usual job. One of the last few times, knock on wood, that he'll be taking us out. Yep. You know, on a pre-recorded takeout. Yeah. Um, so as always, let me go ahead and just say, uh, if you want to, uh, throw us any, uh, five stars or comments, please do so on Apple podcast or Podchaser. Let us know. Um, like Anthony's going to tell you, if you have any comments, anything you want to tell us, do so at consolegamingcrew at gmail.com, but I'll let Anthony handle the rest. So scoops, welcome home. Game on baby. Game on y'all. Hey, What's up, crew members and crewpies? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be consolegamingcrew, and our Twitter handle is at consolecrew. Uh, again, Feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com. There's always updated information there, uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff. Uh, and as always, game on. Game on.